good realtor will spend three hours a day calling. This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. What's up, everybody? We are finally getting to, uh, looks like a stage um, in our country's life that we're going to get out of this quarantine crap. And we're actually going to start getting back to things normal from all signs, uh, from what I'm seeing. And part of that was over the last 60 days, we've done a lot of shows. We've created a lot of webinars for you guys and whatnot. And a lot of that was like, how many of you guys are actually working on your business versus twiddling your thumbs, being scared about what the hell coronavirus is going to do to you? And the truth is, is that it's a ton of opportunity right now. It's a ton of opportunity to steal attention. There's a ton of opportunity to build your brand. And who we're going to be bringing on today, we're going to be talking specifically on authority, how content actually builds your brand. And one of the things you guys got to remember is that People don't hire you because you have a license in your pocket that does not make you more qualified to sell a house than somebody else. It's the skills you develop and the position that you make your brand that actually attracts business. So content creation is what I like to say every single week on the show, modern day prospecting. And one of the things that has always been a really great way to position yourself is to write a damn book. Uh, how many people, how many of you guys have written a damn book? Uh, no differently. Like the person who writes a book is better at their job than the one who did it, at least in the eyes of the public. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, leveraging content. So how we, how we have for our guests today, I think there's like 10 of these guys. Um, they're all brothers. Um, I followed their brother, Chris, back Isn't in the day. Ted, is there? <laughs> I followed, is there? I was just guessing, damn. I followed their brother, Chris, back in the day, and I met him. And I remember they're doing a lot of direct mail, guys. But you guys are always on top of the game. And uh, they're going to walk us through today exactly how we uh, build a brand and leverage content and build authority through content creation, specifically in a book. So without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome our guest, uh, Charles Curry, to the show. What's up, Charles? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on here, man. Thanks for coming. Why don't you go ahead and um, tell our listeners who you are, a little bit about yourselves, and then we'll get right on into this. Awesome. Yeah, my name is Charles Curry. I, I work here at Authorify. I'm with my brothers. My brother Calvin is the owner and founder of Authorify. He create and license books to real estate agents so that they can use them to brand themselves, to provide value to you know buyers and sellers immediately, and uh, grow their businesses with them. Awesome. And so you guys have really. Chris used to be a big, big producer down and you guys are in the Florida market, correct? Which market are you guys in? Yeah, we're down here in Florida. Uh, yeah, we've sold in Gainesville, Lake City, Jacksonville. We've always been coming up with crazy ideas, you know, just different ways we could get deals done, get more listings in the door. And for a long time, we'd always be like launching nutty things like sold in a week. We'd bring someone's house, we'd sell it in a week. And, you know, stuff like this wasn't as much longevity because we piss off people. We put like a hundred bandit signs out and the town would get mad at us. So we wanted to do something that worked a little better. That was more like a, you know, a, a branding approach that would just kind of magnify your, all of your results across the board, you know, with good branding. And we saw all these people out there, you know, we're, we like to all read books. We're kind of bookworms in my family and we would be reading books all the time. We'd see books like, you know, Dave Ramsey and, you feel like you know this guy. You read a book on financial peace and, and you know I can trust him even though you've never met him. 
Richard Branson's another one, uh, Robert Kiyosaki. And we read these books all the time. We're always getting value from these people. And you, you create this, you know, this kind of you know, the connection with them. And we thought, what if we had our own books that we could give to home sellers, you know, insider home selling tips that's just full of valuable home selling information so that they would read it, they get value from it. We're not that annoying telemarketer agent. Hey, when are you going to choose the right agent? And, you know, it works so much better. We started giving these out to people. And we had our dad, actually, who's been selling homes for like 15 years. And we gave them to him. And our dad's like an amazing salesperson. He's the nicest guy in the world. So he would, you know, his, his closing rate on like listing presentations, probably like 50% or something. And he started giving these out to people. And it just immediately created so much trust with him because they, they would just look at it and they'd read it. They'd go through it. You know, his face would sit on their coffee table. Yep. And, you know, he had expired. calling him back weeks later after he would give them a book, you know, she had expired her home and my dad called her and she was like, I'm sick of agents. I just want to do FISBO. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with you. So he gave her a book and seven weeks later she called him and was like, I'm sick of it. I don't want a FISBO. Uh, I want to list with an agent. And uh, he got the listing. So there's um, so often like right now, people and agents, we, you guys, we all think this world's gone hundred percent digital and it hasn't there is still a lot of value in physical marketing. I'm yeah. a big fan of direct mail for database. I farm direct mail all day. We built a damn software doing it. But the reason why direct mail, just marketing a database is very effective is because it's the only bit of physical engagement that we can still get. And if someone throws your postcard in the garbage, they still took mental acknowledgement of your existence. And that's powerful. Mm -hmm. Anything you can physically engage. And this is very similar to like what this book, you guys, this is something that I like terming sort of like transactional marketing. How do you, you use a book like this to convert before Zillow came out and I was still in practice. I used to, before testimonials were a thing online. Uh, I, I just found this in my office just a couple of days ago. It's funny because I used to run Microsoft Word. I used to take a picture of the listing sheet and then behind it, I would do a written document that had the client testimonial on the sheet. So my testimonial reel ended up being about 400 pages. And it used to cost $20 to print this off at Kinko's. And it was my testimony. It had my client's phone number, their email address. And I used to drop, that was almost my listing presentation. So I would drop off this mega mound of shit on their wow. damn kitchen table. I'd be like, here's all my clients going to call me. Vast majority of them would give me the book back. But it was too big to get thrown away was the point. No one would throw it away. They felt bad taking it a lot of times. I like that. Right? And it's very similar to what you guys are doing with this book because no one throws a freaking book away. And no, they keep it. 100%. They give them out to friends. They keep them. You know, people, you feel bad putting a book in the garbage. You know, it's, even if you don't even like it, even if somebody gave it to you as a gift, you don't want to throw it away. Yeah. What well, the same thing happens with direct mail. If you ask, you guys listen to some of the shows with these investors that come on the show. This happens with everybody. If you direct mail farm somebody, absentees or whatever, for some reason, they never throw that stuff away. And it, it is months later that they suddenly show up. I cannot tell you guys how many times I've had a call from a direct mail piece that no one threw away just because it was physical. I'm guessing it's times 10 with the books because it's just, it's easier to throw away a piece of paper than it is to throw away a book. So it's smart. Yeah, people like the books. It is definitely a lot harder to throw a book away than a piece of paper like direct mail. And we found a lot of times, you know, people would give these books away and they would get calls from just total random people they had no idea about. And they'd be like, oh yeah, I got your book from such and such and such and such. And, you know, it's kind of just making its way through the system. 
you know, because people are always knowing this is a big thing. I think a lot of real estate agents kind of do poorly is they just don't reach out to their sphere of influence enough. You know, they know so many people and there's a statistic like 10% of people do business, you know, sell or buy a home every year or know someone selling or buying a home every year. And a lot of times they're not calling that agent they know because they just kind of forget about them. But right. when you, you know, you, you give out books or something like to your sphere of influence, they, they remember you, they're thinking about you and you can even, you know, follow up with them online or on, you know, on Facebook and retarget them with like, Hey, thinking of buying or selling, check out, you know, our insider home selling tips book. Great way to stay in the loop. It's all top of mind, you guys. Uh, 10 to 15% of the population moves each and every year. So yeah, he's right. But 100% of the population has a referral for us. So top of mind brand awareness is huge. So I'm reading this book right now. The last couple of weeks, I started going back and reading some content marketing stuff. I'm personally doing a big push on blogging, content, building out many series. And I wanted to go back and get refresher. So I started reading a book um, from a guy that I follow. His name's Marcus Sheridan. Marcus Sheridan, uh, these are some interesting stats that I just, this week I read out of the book, and it, it proves this point. First thing he says, and he calls it assignment selling. And I used to do this back in the day when I had, I created so much content back in when I was still practicing that when I got done having a conversation with somebody, what I would actually do is send them my content. So for example, I didn't have a book, but I did have a course on my website essentially that led to four blog posts or three blog posts that were all educational based. Uh -huh. And I would use that. So for example, I had a course, how to sell your house without an agent. Why the hell am I going to try to convert a FISBO? They already don't like us. Instead, yeah. I'm going to show them what the hell, how to do my job without me. 82% yeah. of them fold for the reason he just gave us folks. If you caught that, mm -hmm. you can close with content. Content is what converts deals. Who's more, let's go through in the eyes of the public. Who's a better qualified agent to sell their house? The one who wrote a book or the one that doesn't even have a website? Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous how many agents don't even have websites out there. It's content. It's ridiculous how many agents don't have content, period. No, they don't. Like, they don't have any, you know, they're, they're just calling people trying to beat the door down, but they're not bringing anything of value. You know, when, when your pitch is, you know, when are you going to hire the right agent or just an annoying cold call? This is why people hate making cold calls, you know, because it's just, it's not pleasant because you know the rejection. But if you send them a book or you send them some sort of content ahead of time before they talk to you, when they answer the phone and it's you calling, they're so much more excited and happy to talk to you. I don't even really consider it cold calling at that point. So here's the stats back to that, that point. So he does a case study in the book and with assignment selling, okay, they close out of 100 people that they did not send content to. Okay, This guy used to be a pool guy. So he was content marketing for spa pools, meaning that okay. he would write fiber class pools before his appointment for the pool, like his one-on-one -on -one demo, which would be a listing appointment for us. Yeah. He would make sure he sent them an article to read, a video to watch so that he educated the people in fiberglass pools. And because they were able to make an educated decision, they had a 98% closing ratio. Really? Now, wow. the people who they didn't send their content to before the appointment, out of 100, they only closed three. So what does that tell us? Out of 100 is crazy. And what does it tell us? It, it does two things. People who actually read the content self-qualify themselves. True. Right? Yeah, yeah, they do. But then the second part about it is that they're not no longer, you're not on a sales call because you've already built the expert of being the authority. That's why they're doing the call. People, when they schedule demo with me, don't ask me if I know how to do what I do. 
They say, Mike, tell me about your process or services. My content tells everybody that I know what I have to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a very good point. You know, when you show them how, how to how to do your job, they know you know how to do your job. When you, when you, you know, you're giving them information, how to do, deal with things like uh, foreclosure or, you know, tax problems on their home. You know, these, these are issues that people are coming across. Uh, even a common one is divorce. People, you know, a lot of times have to sell their home in a divorce and they've got to split the asset because it's the largest asset. And, you know, you're already so burdened down in a situation like that. When you get a book or some sort of content that says home selling through your divorce, it's like, boom, it's like this light bulb going off in your head. And it's such a, it's such a correct match to you know, the problem that customer is having, that person is having, that they create so much trust with you before they even you know, get to know you. And they know, wow, this person, they, they know how to help me. They know how to help me in the situation that I'm in right now. Stuff like that is just so powerful. What is, uh, let's go through the different like subjects. Uh, I'm sure you guys have a lot of research on this in terms, because you guys have all kinds of books and whatnot. Like, and you mentioned, I don't know if you guys caught this, but what he mentioned is a niche. The riches are always in the niches, guys. It's not so yeah. much of like, I'm a real estate agent. Yeah, there we go. Best-selling options in a divorce. And it's, it's just a simple book. You know, it's just short book. This is like 70 pages of information, common mistakes that people are making, you know, different ways you can improve your value so you can both get a little bit more money out of the house, right? And there's ways to look up divorce, you know, people that are going into a divorce, you go to the courthouse records and you can get these leads. And, you know, if you contact someone who's going through a divorce and like, hey, I heard you're going through a divorce, you want to sell your house? You're getting a baseball bat to the head. Really <laughs> yeah. But if you approach it the right way, and there's, a, there's definitely a right way to do it, and you send them something like this, it's, it's hugely powerful. So that's, that's one. Another one, actually very a good niche is the inherited. Now, this is a, a pretty small one. It's hard to see. The title on it is kind of difficult. But this is the guide to selling your inherited house, which is also a bigger niche than most people think. A lot of homes get inherited every year. And, you know, you can get those, the same, those leads, you can get them from the, the records uh, and you can send them a book because, you know, a lot of times when a home is passed down, there's multiple errors, there's confusion, there's some stress. So this guide just walks people through the process. Here's mm -hmm. how to deal with it, you know, handle the situation. And when you have something this targeted to somebody showing up, it is incredibly powerful. And a lot of times you're sending this to people when no one else has any idea that they're going to be selling in the near future. And you show up and you immediately become, you know, very, very helpful. So, in their face. This is extremely important. He's, um, if you guys are watching this, um, if you're listening on the audio, you're not seeing the books he's showing. But if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see he's putting up some different books and they all are niche. Folks, there's no such thing as a generalist. Right. If you're creating content that says, hey, I'm a real estate agent, I can help you sell a house, it's too vague. Okay. It has to be dialed in. Right. I'm looking at these books. So he's got one that says best selling options in a divorce. Personally, what I would do if I was an agent is I would buy your book and I would go to my divorce attorney and give it to them. Yeah. Because the divorce attorneys are the worst marketers in the world. And you give them a book, they're the ones getting the first call. I just want to be the guy they give the listing to since they control the damn deal, anyways. Uh, same thing with the inherited. I'm going to a probate attorney and I'm giving them the book as an agent because I'm thinking outside the box and I'm leveraging this content to get their deals. I'm going to a bankruptcy attorney and I'm giving them a short sale damn book. Yeah. Each of these entities are just niches that have our clients. 
I'm going to a damn rehabber and I'm getting the absentee owner book. Yeah, when you break it out and you start working with all of these different types of people, you can you can build a really good you know network of just you know trickling leads that you you would not normally have access to. But it's it's so much more effective than just trying to build you know a relationship business. You just built on relationship. That's great, you know, networking and all that good stuff. But when you're bringing someone real value, it's it's a lot more powerful than just being you know rubbing elbows with them at the the chamber mixer. Well, this is advertising. Yeah. That, that's marketing. Mm-hmm. Like you're going after a niche, like you're writing books for a specific lead generation aspect and you're putting your content in front of very specific people that need them. This yeah, is selling the, a vacant home. There you go. Vacant book. Yeah. Great one there. I mean, there's just a lot of them. We have, I think we've got like 14 or 17. How many investors are buying your guys' books? I see this. I would, if I'm an investor, I'm all over this. Every investor needs this. We, haven't, we haven't dived hard into the investor niche yet. Did you guys hear that? If you're not an investor... And some of you guys are listening to the show. A lot of you guys are right there, dude. None of you guys are doing that shit yet. You guys are all trying to steal someone's house. What you really need to do is start earning trust. You'll generate a lot more home sales doing that trust. Very, very cool. Tell me, are you doing a, how, what's the best practices? Uh, are you giving, are you leveraging these books to transactionally, like on a listing appointment? Like, oh yeah, here, by the way, here's my book. Or are you actually sending it to like leads and then getting calls? What's best practices? I mean, you can think of this as just like magnifying the results on each thing that you do. So we've had a lot of our members go out and bring these on listing appointments and see like the listing appointment close ratio goes from you know 50% to 70% and upwards. You know, especially if you don't close the deal on that first appointment, maybe they meet with three people or something. And when you're leaving them a book and, and after everybody else is gone, you know, they're sitting there with that book still thinking about you. So we, we've, we've had so many people tell us there's a woman here named Yashta Albright in Jacksonville. And she said she went on this listing appointment and there was like five different agents coming out at different times. And then, you know, the top agent. She, she said the top agent was there after me and I was like, I'm never going to get this listing appointment. And the homeowner called her back and said, we want to list with you because of your book. We like the book so much, you know, it, it was so, you know, it was so valuable and so much good information. Um, and we want to list with you. And, you know, I, she's given us, you know, story after story like that. So that's a really good use case is it, it's just going to take your listing appointment close ratio and just bump it. The other thing you can do is you can set it up, uh, you know, if you get one of these books, it comes with a, a website and you can put the website and you can set it up as a lead capture website. So you can put it, you know, get my free insider home selling tips. You know, we have a, a generic like insider home selling tips. This is the seller book, we call it. And, you know, people, will, if they're going through expired, FISBO, whatever, this is a great book for them. And you can put it on your website, run some Facebook ads to it. People click on it. And if they're thinking about selling, they're going to want a book. They're going to want, you know, it's a huge decision that people only make every five, 10, maybe 20 years. There's so much stuff they don't know about it. There's so much research they got to do. You know, they're, they're digging through YouTube and blogs and just tons of stuff. You give them a book that's, a, you know, 100 pages of all the information they need. Boom. Like, it, it's just, it's so powerful when you're sending these out. So those are two really good use cases you can use for it. You guys, people don't hire you. Um, for what you do, we all sell by, well, not me anymore, but I did sell by, sell real estate, help them buy real estate. They hire you for how the hell you do it. That's it. It's just like when we're talking about marketing and branding, they don't remember what you do. They remember how you do it. And part of this is what we're talking into is really the consumer experience. How do you outplay that agent in your market? There's going to be a big shift, I think. I want to get your opinion on this. 
coming up. Like I'm all in content creation. That's why we, what we do, we do everything video wise. And the reason why we're doing this is because I believe that content creation is going to be the only way to market a business in one shape or form, at least in our space. I don't believe that cold calling is going to ever work again. I think a cold call will work maybe after they've inquired or raised in their hand or after they received your book maybe, but just coming off straight off the bat and just going directly for the kill. Like if you're trying to pick up a chick at the bar and get laid, isn't going to work anymore guys. So what is your opinion on that? And uh, what are you guys seeing in your space? Like can an agent market business without some form of content? Yeah, that's true. Um, you asking me too? Yeah. What do you, do you think? Like, asking, uh, I think it will be harder and harder. And I think as time goes on, it's going to get more challenging because, you know, the, the next generations, there's so text and, you know, voice messages. They don't like to answer the phone. I don't like, I know when I get a call and I don't know who it is. Usually I don't answer the phone. You know, I'm not personally selling homes. If I was selling homes, I, I would be answering the phone. That's for sure. But you know, there, there's so many people that don't like to answer the phone. They think it's weird when their phone rings. And it's like, this is what this thing is, people. Yeah. It's the phone. But you can't you can't argue with that. If if they don't like answering the phone, cold call is just gonna get harder and harder and harder. If you're coming in through, you know, they already know who you are and then you send them a message or something like that or a text or a, you know, an email, it's a huge difference between showing up in their inbox and they know who you are versus not knowing who you are. Yep. Well, at the end of the day, it's being a problem solver. I mean, if you look at all the titles of their books, they're specifically addressed to solve a specific pain point that the seller may be having. And again, it's not a generalist. That's the problem, I think, with a lot of people. We're like, hey, I've been in the business for blah, 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 blah. It's like, who gives a shit, dude? Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Do they care about like, can you help me sell my damn house? And again, people like it's what can you do that your competitors won't? The more and more this tech stuff happens, the more and more of a commodity we become is the truth. Um, like anyone can list a house on the MLS. Redfin can. But the agent that knows how to position it on the MLS will not yield more money. Something I think is kind of funny is how often people, new agents come into the business, right? And people will list their house with them because they're, they're a friend, right? They're a friend, they're a family member. And they're like, I'm going to give, I'm going to choose, you know, my 19 year old nephew to try and sell my $400,000 house. Why would people do that? Why would they make such a big financial decision and entrust someone so inexperienced other than the fact that they know, like, and trust that person? And, and we see it happen all the time. I, I remember people get so mad. can't believe they listed with that idiot. And, you know, when you're, when you're sending them a book, though, that's the kind of presence you can have with them before you even meet with them. If you're marketing them with content and you're showing up at their door, marketing is changing. When you're showing up with, with some valuable content, some helpful information, it shows that you're credible. You know what you're talking about. You have their best interests at heart and it makes people know, like, and trust you. Your point's right on. I call him little cousin Billy the realtor. And it just got his Cousin license. Billy the realtor. Yeah. And every everyone loses a deal or two to little cousin Billy each and every yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. If you're sitting on your thing, ever half the audience is like, motherfucker, little cousin Billy, like they're pissed. Well, this is why. It's because blood is thicker than water. And it proves my point is that the general public thinks we're a commodity. And they think that little cousin Billy, because he's licensed, has the exact same skill set as the agent who's been selling real estate for 19 years is a marketer and knows ends and outs of Facebook ads. Like there's a major difference between that, but the, the, the general public doesn't know that. That's part of the problem. Like that's exactly what content does. Is it like people don't hire us for what we do. It's the skills we do and how we do it. I mean, I can't, I can't emphasize that enough. This is just another way. 
my guess is that an agent with a book in more likely to get a 6% versus a 5% commission. Yeah, I would, I would think so for sure. I mean, we've had people tell us even for example, my dad, he's not like a big negotiator guy. He's such a nice guy. So (laughs) people like that could get beat up sometimes because they, they just, you know, when you, you show up and you're too nice and some, so many people are so nice. It's hard when people are throwing the book at you and they're trying to negotiate and they're trying to point off of your commission. So I don't have a specific story, but we've heard from people saying, you know, I usually get negotiated with really hard. And now that I'm sending out the book, it's a lot easier. People You're right. Just, it's oh, 100%. Man. Dude, they, that's, that's what it is. Also, sign the deal. When people schedule demo with me, I send them my webinar right off the bat. And I already know who watches the webinar for the same reason. And the people who watch the webinar are more likely to sign up for our products than the ones who don't, period. Yeah. And that's because they're more educated on what you do. Our attention span nowadays is like nothing. Like if you're not into that call, it's like if you don't have their attention on any subject, I don't care what you're selling, they're not buying. Exactly. Like you have to control that, that conversation. And if, you, if, if they don't feel like you're an authority when you're doing the listing or buyer's presentation, it's probably falling on deaf ears. Doing, doing one of those presentations and people start phasing you out, you know, and they just start like, you know, not paying attention. It hurts. It's not fun to do that. Nope. Been there. Been there. This is cool, dude. Um, any other final tips uh, that you want to, uh, that people should know? And then we'll go ahead and let you guys um, let people know how they could get a hold of you. Yeah. Uh, any final tips? I mean, the riches are in the niches. So if you want to try something different, you know, you want to break into something a little bit different. There's a lot of different books we have. Inherited homes, vacant homes, divorce homes. We have a FISBO book. So if you like working FISBOs, this will help you close more FISBO deals. But no, other than that, if you if you guys want to get uh, some of these books, you can you can get 10 of them for free. It's like a little brick right here. It's like this, you know, this little stack of books. All you got to do is put in $7 for the shipping and handling because they are heavy. You know, you don't want to drop this on your foot. And we'll, we'll put together 10 books with your name, with your face, with your information on it. And we'll let you give it a try. And go to authorify.com forward slash Mike to go claim your 10 free books right now. Sweet. That was nice of you. I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> Just give people free books. Cool. It's, it's a special deal. You know, we, we want to help Mike's people out. We know they're awesome. We know that they're action takers. So yeah, you get, you can get 10. If you're, if you've never been a member of Authorify before, you get your first 10 books for free. Okay. And you guys will keep it in the show notes. So you guys can click on our site, wherever you're seeing the show, just click on a site, click on the last podcast. And look in the show notes, and there'll be a link there for that page. But folks, thank you. Um, thanks for your insight today. Uh, this is awesome. I get the book thing. I love it. I think it makes a lot of sense. And guys, this is common sense. Don't overthink this stuff. Um, I've said it. This will be the fourth time on this show. People don't hire you for what you do. They hire you for how you do it. This is just another way to get them more closer to a yes decision to sign on the line that is dotted, which is your damn goal in the first place. So folks, thank you for listening to another episode, Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. You guys know how to find us. It's very, very easy, realestatemarketingdude.com. But you know what we do? We build you and we turn you into a local celebrity in your market. We will script, edit, to show you your videos. We'll show you exactly what to say. I'll build your scripts. I'll write your scripts. Then I'll distribute the damn videos for you. The only time this doesn't work is if the people who see your content don't like you. And as I say every week, there's nothing I can help you with on that. You're in the wrong damn business. So folks, don't try too hard. Lead generation is not that hard. Don't make it harder on yourself. 
hire a dude. That's really all you need. You don't need more leads. You need more dudes. www.realestatemarketingdude.com. And make sure you follow all of our channels on social media. Therealestatemarketingdude.com. Thanks for watching another episode. And I hope to speak to you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.